Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Good morning. It's Mark and Neanderthal. Who's this? This is Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Welcome to the radio program. Where are you calling from this morning? I'm calling from Maricopa. All right. We're going to get you enrolled in Mark and Interpol's middle school. Spring training baseball tickets up for grabs. D-backs and the Royals Surprise Stadium. Thursday, 105. You'll have to bang into work or <coughs> you don't feel good um, and work out work it out so you can go. Sound good? Sounds great. All that right. You know, good. it is International Fairy Tales and Fables Week. I bet you didn't know that, did you? I did not. All right. We're going to ask you a little bit about fairy tales and fables. Question number one. What object turns into a carriage in the fable Cinderella? A pumpkin. It is a pumpkin. Congratulations. Question number two. What does the wolf disguise itself in one of Aesop's fables? Is it a grandmother, a dog, or a sheep? A grandmother. No, actually, it is a sheep. You're thinking of... Oh, my word. Yeah, you're thinking of Little Red Riding Hood. I am. Yeah, Little Red Riding Hood and Aesop, not spelled the same. Yeah, pretty close, though. Yeah. All right, so you got to get this one to win. Uh, what does the Wicked Witch use to poison Snow White? Is it an apple, wine, or a bouquet of roses? An apple. It is an apple. See how smart you are? You have won in Mark and Neanderthal's middle school. You've graduated, and now you're going to go check out baseball. Awesome. Thank you. Hang on the line. I've always wondered if it's Aesop or Aesop, because depending on where you are in the country, it can be one or the other, because it's that A-E thing. Now, it could also be Ace Asop, which I don't know. If, I think that's kind of what Cardi B was doing last night at the at the Grammys. Not exactly sure. So you're saying to yourself, well, where did that song show up in the uh, in the top 35 classic rock guitar riffs of all time? Number seven. Number seven. Sweet child of mine from Guns N' Roses. The entire list is available at kslx.com. It's uh, 610 Mark and Andrew Paul. Valley's Classic Rock Station is 100.7 KSLX. Celebrating our 35th anniversary this year. We did this this past weekend. And, of course, uh, that brings in the debate as to what is the greatest classic rock guitar riff of all time. The, uh, the jury is in. Smoke on the water. Even though I would call that the second greatest classic rock riff of all time behind... Johnny B. Good. Johnny B. Good is, you know, obviously the first great classic rock guitar riff of all time. But what's the first thing anybody learns how to play when they pick up a guitar? <clears throat> That's the greatest right there. Top 10, Smoke in the Water, Back in Black, You Really Got Me. Van Halen getting credit for You Really Got Me, even though that is a Dave Davies riff from the Kinks. Again, your votes were the ones that made this happen at KSLX.com. So, <clears throat> number four, Layla Barracuda from Heart, which is uh, an interesting riff there because it's... It's Achilles' last stand from Led Zeppelin, just sort of copped and, and regurgitated, but Hart gets the uh, gets the nod and the credit for it. Life in the Fast Lane makes sense. Sweet Child of Mine, we already talked about it. Number seven, Rocky Mountain Way at number eight. Number nine, Cashmere, an interesting one from Zeppelin because a non-traditional riff. It's more of a groove than a riff as opposed to, let's say, Heartbreaker, Livin' Lovin' Made, or Bring It On Home, or Black Dog. Those are sort of riffs, whereas... Cashmere is a groove. That's an interesting one that made its way in there. And then at number 10, and I'm surprised it's this low, Paranoid from Black Sabbath. The debates will go on. If you want to check out the list, it is at kslx.com. Just click where it says top 35 classic rock riffs of all time. And uh, if you want to you want to debate or find out one or maybe suggest one that didn't make it to the list, 480-470-KSLX.
did watch just a little bit of the Grammys last night. Happened to see the uh, Cardi B and Megan the Stallion performance, and uh, and and people are all up in arms over what happened uh, on stage. You know, remember years ago when Madonna uh, was sort of rolling around on the stage and doing her thing, and everybody lost their minds. This makes that look very very tame in comparison. If you haven't had a chance to check out the video, it is all over the internet. I will say this one thing about the Grammys that I was very disappointed in, and that is. Not that John Prine didn't deserve any sort of a musical tribute, but Edward Van Halen deserved more than 15 seconds and a vision of his guitar uh, while, you know, his name scrolled across the screen. They didn't even mention it out loud. Um, and the idea that a guy who was arguably the greatest guitar player in the history of rock, second only maybe to Jimi Hendrix and the development of the electric guitar and rock music, uh, was only given 15 seconds, speaks to exactly what the Grammys are all about. They're not about rock music anymore. It's about pop music made by young people. And for guys like me and you and, and so many of us, they're not really relevant. So the less said, the better. If you dug it, more power to you. You shouldn't be surprised that Eddie Van Halen was ignored. I mean, they only had five months to put together something. And his kid is only a current artist who has a number one rock record in America right now. Don't worry about that, Grammys. You make sure that 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 stage is set up with a huge-ass bed for those two chicks to scissor on. That makes sense. Right now, we enjoy making fun of those who act like idiots. It's time for the Mark and Neanderthal Dumbass of the Day. We're going to head off to Pennsylvania and uh, Bucks County, where the district attorney, Matt Weintraub, has a situation involving 50-year-old Rafaela Spohn. Rafaela loves her daughter, loves her daughter a lot, loves her daughter so much that there's nothing she wouldn't do to help her daughter get on the cheerleading squad. She doesn't quite have enough faith in her daughter to be able to get there on her own. So she decided to send fake voting, uh, videos and photos to her teen rivals on the cheerleading team that were doctored to show them naked, drinking, and smoking in an effort to get them booted from the squad. Try and make room, you know what I mean? This is the Laurie Laughlin defense, I think. Fake it till you make it, if you will. Unfortunately, Bucks County District Attorney Matt Weintraub was made aware of this, and now Ms. Spone is facing misdemeanor charges of cyber harassment for allegedly sending the image to her daughter's teammates and their coaches. As it turns out, deep fakes, you know what deep fakes are? Deep fakes are, uh, are videos that appear to be real, but they've been doctored by basically somebody takes the face of a famous person, puts it over a video of somebody else who has very similar facial features and says these things. And then it looks like the celebrity has said those words. That in and of itself would be something except for Ms. Spone also acquired a phone number from a marketing firm that sells phone numbers for telemarketers and decided to send some texts to her daughter's teammates to commit suicide. I think that goes a little bit beyond the spirit of the helicopter parent, the, the cheerleading mom doing anything she can for her daughter to make the team. All of this adds up to misdemeanor charges. And they were able to trace that phone number because on the Internet, everything has what they call an IP address. And that IP address was traced back to Rafaela Spone, a loving mother, and the Mark and Neanderthal, dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. Not so much.
Meanwhile, I, I hate to be this guy to bring this news in case you haven't heard it, but over the weekend, we lost arguably the greatest middleweight champion of our era. Marvelous Marvin Hagler died at the age of 66. Way too young to do that. You know, his time wasn't up, but apparently it was a surprise and unexpected death. He died at his home in New Hampshire. Hagler, you may remember, he had his name legally changed to Marvelous Marvin Hagler when a guy, uh, a ring announcer, didn't announce him as Marvin Hag- Marvelous Marvin Hagler. True story. So he went and had his name legally changed to Marvelous Marvin Hagler. So we, we mourn the passing of Marvelous Marvin. For those old enough to remember it, Hagler was completely robbed of a victory over Sugar Ray Leonard back in the 1980s. And if you haven't seen it, I would suggest you YouTube Marvin Hagler versus Tommy Hearns round one. If you want to see the kind of boxing that you would normally only see in a Rocky movie in real life, it was pretty amazing. So just a reminder, live every day as if it could be your last. And Marvin Hagler's was on Friday. Sad. Valley's Classic Rock Station. It's 100.7 KSLX. Mark and Neanderthal with no Neanderthal, so uh, producer Guido will help yeah. and run the assist on uh, what we like to call the big three at nine. These are some of the audio clips that are making their way around the internet and uh, things that people are talking about. And we have deliberately avoided the Grammys because <laughs> I don't know who any of those people are. Nothing will make you feel older than, than popping on the Grammys. Although, that having been said... I would like to acknowledge that who won the best metal Grammy? Grandpa. Grandpa? I, Wait, gran, grandpa. I don't know if I've heard of them. Ice T. Ice T, oh. his band Body Count, won the Grammy for the best metal album of the year. So, 60 year old Ice T. That's impressive. Might have been the oldest Grammy winner, uh, winner of the night last night. And I actually heard the phrase Taylor Swift has aged herself out of the Grammy. Somebody actually made that statement. That, that so, might be a little unfair. I would think so, yes. Yeah, so in any event, so we're going to avoid the Grammys this morning um, because I don't know what WAP stands for. That's a that's a news station oh, in, uh, in in the East. Yeah. Oh, I didn't Chicago. Know, yeah. I, I have I no idea. Let's go to Washington, shall we? Uh, Jen Psaki. Psaki Bama. Yeah, Jen Psaki, who is, uh, I guess, uh, what do they call her? Uh, uh, White House press? Like no, 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 no. Oh, the, the, she's the round back girl or whatever it is. She's not a holler back, circle back girl. Uh, yeah. She's the circle back girl because yeah. whenever she has a question that she can't answer, she'll go, ah, let me circle back on that. Right. She's talking about the stimulus bill that has been signed in by the president of the United States that will put $1,400 in relief payment checks into your bank account automatically. It's funny how they can put that money in automatically when they want to do it. But when you ask for it, it doesn't happen that way. Here is Jen Psaki talking about when you can expect to see some relief payments. Since the Treasury Department, Department of Treasury and the IRS are working hard to get relief payments out the door as fast as possible to the American people, uh, people can expect to uh, start seeing direct deposit their bank accounts as early as this weekend. This is, of course, just the first wave. And payments to eligible Americans will continue throughout the course of the next several weeks. Yeah, so that's what's happening. Uh, some people actually did see some money over the weekend. Did you see your uh, your stimulus payment? Yeah, the uh, the balance on 
my statement said fourteen hundred dollars and five cents. So that that was nice. So congratulations! Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're finally in the black. Yes, finally. Good for you. It's they're black. not threatening me to <laughs> closing the account due to inactivity. Yeah, the, 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 the unfortunate part is they're going to deduct six ninety five for your monthly account. Oh yeah, for the first time ever. So. <laughs> Uh, cut number two. This is an interesting one. Um, who is the biggest Phoenix sports legend? I mean, would you say it's Larry Fitzgerald? Oh, man. I mean, yeah, probably. All right. I, I, I would want to say, like, it's, oh, Charles Barkley or, or Steve Nash or something. Right. But imagine, yeah. imagine Charles Barkley or Steve Nash shows up over at the arena and security and arena facility staff have no idea who they are. All right. That would be that would be hard to imagine. Okay. Yeah. There is an argument to be made that Patrick Ewing, current coach of the Georgetown Hoyas, who just secured their spot in uh, the NCAA tournament for the first time in forever, they're going to be taking on Colorado on Saturday in round one of the tournament, right? Right. Patrick Ewing may be the greatest New York Nick of all time, the New York Knickerbockers yeah. basketball team. Yeah. There's an argument to be made that he's the greatest Nick of all time. He's a Hall of Famer. He's Legendary. a legend. Yeah. yeah. He's as big as it gets. And oh, by the way, figuratively and literally, he's like yeah. 6'10". He's massive. Apparently, he gets stopped in Madison Square Garden. The people in MSG, this is, I think, an age thing. This is, uh, I think, the new staff at Madison Square yeah. Garden are like, and you are, and this is. Can you imagine Michael Jordan walking into Chicago and having anybody go, and you are, and this is regarding. How, how do you spell Ewing? How do you spell the last name? Yes. And, and Ewing, and, and you are with. That's we, with a Y, right? Is that is, is one of your sons playing in the tournament? Who's What's going on here? Are you a guest? So Patrick Ewing. I'm not sure if it's faux outrage or if he's being sarcastic, but he was caught on Mike expressing his discontent about how he is being received at Madison Square Garden. Um, but I do want to say one thing, though. They, I, I thought this was my building, and I feel terrible that I'm getting stopped, accosted, asking for passes. I, everybody in this building should know who the hell I am. <laughs> and I'm getting stopped. I can't move around this building. Like I, I, I was like, what the hell? Is this Madison Square Garden? <laughs> Jeez, is my number in the rafters or what? Yeah, that would be, the, I think, the thing that you just kind of, you know, how many times if you you see somebody like in football or in basketball or in hockey or whatever it is, they start celebrating something great that they do and you go, scoreboard. Yeah. Scoreboard. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair request. Yeah. Um, has has he, I'm, I'm sorry, the age thing, I think, uh, I'm unfamiliar with basketball in general. Right. But is, is Patrick Ewing uh, familiar with blocking? <laughs> is is that something that he is used to? Because that is crazy. Yeah. They're the, not recognizing, like... You would think inside, especially during basketball season, you would think inside the arena there's probably a massive 30-foot banner with his face on it for oh. the Knicks. He's probably still on their program somewhere. He's, he's framed in the lobby. Yeah, and, you would think. Yeah. So Patrick Ewing will be spending a little bit more time. He just uh, won four games in a row in Madison Square Garden as the coach of the Hoyas, and they are now going to the NCAA tournament. They should know who he is in Madison Square Garden, to yeah. say the least. For sure. And cut number three. This is, uh, um, do you remember the girl, the, the movie Gone Girl? Yes. You remember the woman that was in that movie, super hot Rosamund Pike? 
Rosamund Pike, yes. Yeah, she's done a bunch of other movies, and she's actually a fantastic actress and has won many awards, but she's uncomfortable winning awards, so she does something very, very weird with them. That is a true thing. Maybe they'll say that it's sort of probably some deep-lying imposter syndrome. Yes, I, I just find it, I find it an uneasy thing to display any award in your home because what are people how are people how do people interact with them when they come home do they say oh wow look those are your awards I don't I think it's awkward so I I bury them in the garden with a little bit showing up so you could you know have an enticing glimpse of a hand or a you know maybe maybe a, a I can't really think what they have now a crown or a, the globe maybe I have visions of the Statue of Liberty at the end of Planet of the Apes Right in, yeah. her, in her backyard. Yeah. She has won a variety of awards, several awards. So if you go into her backyard, all of her awards have been buried, which brings me back to Gone Girl. She's weird. <laughs> well, she was she was talking about uh, maybe in, you know, the future, whenever she's long gone, that those awards might outlast her. And then they'll they'll be like historians will be digging through like, <laughs> like archaeologists. What what is this person? What is this? You know, and and refine her art. So. Well, it's very possible. <laughs> Rosamund Pike, she's super talented, she's super beautiful, and she's super eccentric when it comes to her awards. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. Es- eccentric would be the, the yeah. word. Yeah. yeah, she's she's as classy as it gets and she's as talented as it gets and and I love the I love the humility there. So there you go. There's your big three at nine o'clock with Mark and Neander Paul. Mark will be back on Wednesday, so we'll do this again tomorrow morning. And Guido did a great job oh, getting you. all that audio for us. Meanwhile, the biggest controversy on the top thirty-five classic rock riffs of all time is the fact that Eddie Van Halen is given credit for the riff to "You Really Got Me," when in fact it was written by the Kinks' Dave Davies. Controversy? It makes the world go round. Also absent from the classic rock top 35 riffs of all time, Thin Lizzy, and needlessly so because, uh, yeah, I know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a travesty is what's going on here. Uh, we asked people to vote. Uh, they voted, and we got the top 35 riffs, and they're up at kslx.com. And that'll do it for Mark and Neanderthal at 9.39 on a Monday. Although, I do hear another voice. I've been lonely there's all so, morning. There's so many riffs out there. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, we could have gone... We could have gone yeah, on yeah, for hours. Oh yeah. uh, whole Van Halen catalog. You know? <laughs> ACDC, Van Halen. I mean, I mean, we, there was no Voodoo Child. There was no Frankenstein. Um, you know, a, a whole bunch of stuff in there. But, you know, that's what happens. You, you, you open up the votes and people vote on what their favorites are. And what your favorite is and what my favorite is may not be uh, what, what wins these things yeah, like could this. could have been the top 130. Yeah, we could have gone on forever <laughs> and, and for hours in this thing. So new coming up at 10 o'clock, a thing called the 10 at 10, and Mike Abad will serve up something related thematically at 10. What do you got going on well, today? Well, first of all, I really can't tell you what's going to happen. Oh, good. Uh, because over the weekend, uh, I, I've become under government control. Oh, great. I, I was Excellent. microchipped. Oh, I, did, I had no <laughs> idea. Oh, my, did you get the shot? My, with my first dose. Did you get yeah. the shot? Yes, I did. Uh, how did it feel? You know, do you feel good? Well, sort of. I feel spectacular. When do you have to get your second shot? Um, they will tell me. Oh, really? They, they, <laughs> they noti- will tell me they, everything that I'm doing now. They notify? They notify? Yeah, no, no. They schedule it right there. All right. So you know so when, got a, you yeah, know when got your next shot is. Got a month out. Oh, all right. Yeah, all good. Well, that's kind of neat. Okay. See, I'm, I'm, I'm kind in of the- a well-oiled machine, too, the way they just had everybody rolling hmm. through. Where did you uh, have to go? Uh, Grand Canyon University actually opened up a new site. Oh, so I kind of rolled through there. Yeah. yeah. Good. I have no idea where I'm going to have to go. I'm in the next group because I'm not old like you. 
Yeah. <laughs> wow. Speaking of. Wow, a middle finger. Of, On the first of, day, right, I no, get no, the no. middle finger. Yeah, we got a new thing today called the 10 of 10, and we're going to be featuring 1981 as we kick things off. And 1981, coincidentally, was, the, was my uh, going into my senior year in high school. Oh, a lot happened in that year. Yeah. A lot happened. Yeah, senior year. That was, let's see, what was my favorite album in 81? That would be Van Halen's Fair Warning. Exactly. Yeah. Is there I any other? a brand new Oakland Actually, scarf you know, There's right a here. lot of albums that came out that year. Um, you know, we were kind of coming out of the whole punk scene. Rock was kind of yeah. emerging. Rush, moving pictures. So the 10 of 10 is basically going to be 10. It's going to be 10 songs related to something thematic. Thematic or yearly. Okay. And you're going to start off and with we got 1981. 1981. So uh, Journey Escape? Journey Escape. We got uh-huh. we got uh, moving pictures, like I said. Phil Collins. Nice. We got uh, what was it? Four and four. All right. Def Leppard kind of making their debut. So can that people year. can people suggest ideas for this sure, thing? This why not? sounds like something you should have. Why people, not? Well, then have them email you. Yeah, either that or four eight zero four seven zero KSLX. All right. Well, that sounds like uh, that sounds like something fantastic. The ten at ten coming up literally at ten. Well, kids, I'm going to pass things off now to Gerald, the happy and abstinent police clown. Hey, kids, you know why I'm happy? Because I'm free of S-T-D's. Mark and Neanderthal in the morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.